Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today we are going to look at another big question, and that is, is life a series of random events? Some people believe that life is random and anything can happen, and it's entirely in your own hands what does happen. But we don't believe that here in the Erasmus Foundation, and we're going to talk about that shortly. Again, I have three friends with me, and they're going to introduce themselves now. My name is Julia Griffin. I first met Padina and Gordon and the Fellowship of Erasmus, as it was known then, about 40 years ago. And I started going to meetings in London soon after and seminars in Suffolk. I later moved up to Suffolk in about 89 to see if I could help with the administration. And I just got more and more involved and always absolutely fascinated in what I was learning. I am now living at the Erasmus Foundation home, which is in Laxfield, Suffolk. I live here with my husband, Headley, and I'm part of a small group of volunteers who do work for the foundation. Uh, Hello, my name is Mike Easy. I currently live in the village of Stokash in Suffolk, along with my wife and one of my two children, the elder having flown the nest. Um, I am self-employed, running my own building refurbishment company. And whilst I'm not at work, um, my my pastimes, my, my hobbies are being outside in the garden. I'm very, very much into gardening. Um, I would consider myself to have been an active part of the foundation for approximately 16 years, having worked on the properties and and helped build the healing clinic that is up there, um, along with coming along to to meetings and giving the odd talk over the year myself. Um, And that sort of brings me to where, where I am now, helping do this podcast. My name is Hedley, Hedley Griffin. I'm Julia's husband. I live here at the Erasmus Foundation in Suffolk. Well, I came to the first meeting of the Erasmus Foundation in London in 1981 and liked what I heard. It all made a lot of sense to me and I've been involved ever since. Let's make a start then, Julia. So is life a series of random events? No, I don't believe that it is. And as you mentioned in in the introduction, this isn't something that we believe in the Erasmus Foundation. We believe that the Earth, the whole universe, is completely ordered and is completely in control of or by the great mind. The great mind designed and created all that is living. And so it is completely the opposite of random. And I think if there wasn't uh, the great mind, 
who is in control, we really would have chaos, certainly here on the earth. So I think that everything has a purpose. Everything is created by the great mind and our own lives are designed by the great mind. There is an order in each of our lives, which we call the tapestry. And there is a purpose in why we take a life. And there are certain structures to us as an individual. So this is all very much created and designed by the great mind for his children, I would say, his spirits, which is each one of us. So it is completely ordered and controlled by the great mind. If he wanted to change anything, I believe it could be done. So I, for one, I'm very pleased and feel very comfortable. And it is a great comfort that there is something, the great mind, we say, who is in control. Okay, thank you, Julia. Now, Mike, would you like to say something on the subject? This is a really interesting subject, isn't it? If I could speak for some of my own personal experiences, how I got to where I am now, if I go back, say, 25 years ago, the fault of this topic is life a series of random events. It, it probably wouldn't have entered my, my thoughts at that time. I was, you know, when I, I was young, I, I bought my first property with my wife when we was 21. We was both working, working hard, um, you know, to put a roof over our head and pay the bills like, like many people do. And I suppose sort of five years on from that, I started to get a little bit um, discontented, really, with life. Not not, not with my, my marriage, of course, that, that's rock solid, but but just life in general, I started to question. But it was at that time, I just felt like I was a small cog in a very big wheel. And I started to ask the question, what is life all about? Is, is this what I've got for the rest of my, my life? And it's funny how we say nothing happens by chance. There is no such thing as coincidence. But even back then, I did, it didn't really cross my mind, so to speak. But... It was around this time that I was I was started questioning life that I happened to have a, a gentleman working for me. Uh, he was he was sort of semi-retired. He was doing a bit of painting and decorating for my firm, and he told me he was a spiritual healer. Now, when I was in my sort of early twenties, I'd, I'd never heard of this before, but he was such a, a genuine um, guy that, that I did did believe what he was saying. And he could obviously see in me that, that I, was, I was questioning life. And he suggested to me that I go along and, and find out a bit more about these sort of things, see if I could find a, a spiritual workshop or something like that to, to go along to. It was literally a matter of a, a week or so after this conversation that I was reading a, a local newspaper. And there in the classified ads was this, this advert for a spiritual workshop. Um, hence I went along to that and I've, I was involved in that sort of side of things for, for several years. That was a start of, of the, the questions being answered to me about life and, and how things don't happen by chance. 
even back then, I suppose I didn't really recognise that, that all these encounters with, with various people were all, if you like, predetermined, plotted out. But everything, everyone I spoke to and, and met, it was all, all meant for reason. Um, fast forwarding on from that, um, when my daughter was first born, I was living in a, in a town called Whitford down in Essex. And it was almost out of the blue that I just decided I didn't want to bring my daughter up in that area. It wasn't bad at that time, um, but I wanted to head out to Suffolk. And a lot of people said to me, why, why Suffolk? I, I knew no one there. I had no work out that way, but something was just calling me. Um, after, oh, it must have been about a year or so, we was very fortunate to find a property in the village of Elmset which, as you know, Paul, is, is where you yourself were living at that time. Um, it was your wife, Jean, that actually spotted my van, which was all sign-written, driving about and got in touch with a view to having some work done on your property. And it was while I was working on your property, one day I was moving some furniture in, in a room where we was working and something fell off the sideboard. Uh, when I bent down to pick it up, it was actually a recording of one of the Friday meetings from the Erasmus Foundation. It was a couple of days later when I, I saw you, I just questioned you about what, what it was. And you obviously, were, we had a, had a, I don't know if you recall, but we had a good conversation about you know, spiritual life and spiritual matters. And subsequently, you invited me along to the Erasmus Foundation. Um, start coming along to the meetings and that was approximately 16 years ago um, so now when I look back at all them events that got me to where I am now I would never have envisaged that that you know 25 years ago I would be sitting here now doing this podcast talking uh, about this this very subject so so for me there's there's so many pieces of that jigsaw that come together I would, I would, you know, most definitely say that no life is not a series of random events whatsoever. Everything happens for a reason. It does indeed, and I do remember that distinctly. Having those yeah. conversations with you, it was just something that was meant to take place, and it did. As you say, you've been here ever since. This has happened to all of us. I think we've all had this kind of experience in our lives. Thank you, Mike. So, Headley, what is it that Mike? Is talking about here a structure during our life what what would you say that was well one thing people do talk about sometimes when something happens you hear somebody might say oh that was a coincidence now i do not believe coincidences exist i think something that happens it happens for a reason and a purpose. And I think the word coincidence is man's attempt to try and give a name to something he doesn't quite understand. And it is not scientifically recognized by people on the earth that there is a way of measuring or seeing how there is a structure within the universe. But when you apply your mind, not your brain, 
put your mind more to these matters and think more deeply about these things, then perhaps you come to some answers, perhaps not. But for me, I have been on that path and the foundation gave me understanding, which has helped me see this in the way it's been explained to me. But there is another thing in the universe. There is a pulse of life. Now, if we were to go back billions and billions and billions of years, perhaps to the time man calls the Big Bang, there was at that time, only at that time, in some dimensions, there was a state of chaos. It had been caused by certain events that happened at that time. But the great mind came and put all of this to order over time, created a lot of our spiritual home and certain places within the universe came into being and everything was put into the state of order that we understand today. And that is a structure according to his plan, his tapestry for the overall universe. And of course, each one of us has our own tapestry while we're living here on the earth, which again is a structure according to the will of the great mind. And lastly, one thing I just wanted to say, we do not belong to any religion or have any affiliation with religions. And we've always said, the knowledge that we are given here would help people understand their own religions a little bit more. But recently, we hear a lot of what people in the Muslim world say, and when they talk about inshallah, the will of God, this is something that we understand as well, that the great mind's will is what creates and keeps the order of the universe. So what we're saying then, we are under the wing of the great mind who has ordered all things. That definitely means that he's ordered our lives, Julia. And we're going back to that word tapestry. <laughs> Would you like to say a few words about the tapestry, please? Yes, of course. It is interesting how the tapestry comes up very regularly in our talks because certainly while we're here on, on the earth, this is what we are guided by. So when we are at home in spirit, we decide that we would like to take a life on the earth for reasons to learn certain things. We feel we're ready to experience certain things. And we are shown a few tapestries. Usually it's three. And we have a look at these and we choose one. Now, I believe that 
the great mind knows which tapestry we will choose. And in fact, the great mind has designed certain tapestries for us to live. So any one of our spirits throughout all our evolution will live certain tapestries that have been designed for us by the great mind. That doesn't take away our responsibility in looking at these tapestries and choosing one. So when it is time, the tapestry is due to start, the spirit will enter the body of the baby on the earth and the life begins. Now the tapestry is, uh, certain things are fixed, the birth and also the time of death and the way of death, the way we would return home back to spirit. And also the tapestry is structured so that there is a format for the life, a certain route, if you like, for us to follow. Within that route, there are times of freedom of choice, certain number of choices. And these are times when we have a decision to make. This may be a decision that we make that will take place over a few moments, a few days, many years. But it is a decision where we are more on our own to make a choice, make a decision. Whereas at other times in our life, there's a little bit more guidance and uh, structure. But these freedoms of choice are set within the tapestry to happen. And they are very important times in our life because they are really a test of where we've got to at that point in our life in how we make a decision. And it's connected very much to our spiritual uh, growth and understanding. So when we make a decision, it could be that we make a right decision or a wrong decision. And to spirit, that's not really important whether we are right or wrong, because in both cases, we do learn. And if we do make a wrong decision, we will at some point come back onto the path, the structure of our tapestry, which has been designed for us. And as I say, we do learn. Perhaps, in fact, we learn more when we make mistakes. So the tapestry is very important to us. We are also very linked to other people, our family, people we meet in our life, as has, has been mentioned. A lot of this will be tapestried. A lot of things that happen will be tapestried that are meaningful to our life. And sometimes we don't always realise at the time how meaningful something is until perhaps a little bit later when we look back. So it is a very important part of life when we are living here on the earth. And I think it's something that perhaps would give comfort to people because there is someone, as we've said before, the great mind who is in control, someone who's designed our tapestry for us, who's got great concern for us, and certainly there is no punishment, however we live our life, however we make the decisions. When we return home, we look back on life, it is all very positive. And we look at what we've learnt, where we might have done things differently, and we learn from this. 
and then we remain at home for however long we feel before we wish to take perhaps another life on the earth. So it's a journey of learning and progressing as a spirit. Headley, how about the end of the life? Tell me what happens at the end of, of one person's life or everybody's life. Yes. Um, well, one thing, again, we do believe, we've been told, it's been explained to us, that however a person leaves the earth to return home to spirit, that means of leaving the earth, whether it was death by natural causes, illness, whether it was murder, suicide, accident, however it happened, that was how it was meant to be. And that, for some people, might be a bit difficult because if they've had a strong religious background, they would have perhaps been told, it would have been forced upon them to believe that suicide is a sin. In other words, something that if you did this, you would face punishment on returning home to spirit. And that is not true at all. That, for those who have died that way, that was very simply their key, their method of leaving the earth, leaving our physical garment, our body behind, to allow us to return to our natural and rightful state at home in spirit, where we come from, where we have started our spiritual life, where we continue with that life for eternity. So each tapestry has a beginning, an end, and several stations or freedoms of choice within the life which are meaningful and are there designed for us, tests and trials to challenge us at times, but most importantly, to teach us with experiences that we can only experience by living a life within the earth. Thank you very much, everybody, and I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again next time. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing centre based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a web page, www.erasmus-foundation.org or email us, info at erasmus-foundation.org Thank you for listening.